Welcome into episode 14 of the Hot Topic Podcast, the Hoto Po, Sean Campbell, Mitch Gallo, and I'm ready to do this once again, and I don't know, I feel like we're starting to roll here, Mitch Gallo. Starting to roll? How so? I don't know. I'm feeling I'm feeling a little bit in a groove. We're getting ready for the Ilya Kovalchuk draft. We'll have more on that a little bit later, but first, we got a shout out to the people that make this possible. Of course, uh, Sean, uh, Aviva Greek Tavern. Uh, they've moved. They're now at uh, 4868 Sources Corner and Sullivan across from the Old Adonis. But get this, they have great lunch specials starting at 9.95 every day, a variety of fresh fish daily, and you can even order your fish of choice in advance. You can find them on Uber Eats and Skip the Dishes. So big ups to our friends at Aviva. I also want to give a big shout-out to our good friends at Club CDL, 8305 Cote d'Alias, your one-stop fitness shop. Whatever you need from all the tennis courts, the pickleball, the racquetball, the squash, oh, you want to go cycling? Yeah, they got cycle classes. They've got kid classes. they got anything that you want at Club CDL. And you know what? The staff and the personnel there, everybody says hi. Everybody takes care of you. It's absolutely phenomenal. Check them out on Facebook at Club CDL or ClubCDL.com. Go ask for our boy Lloyd. He'll uh, help you out. He's the guy. What's up, Lloyd? That everybody knows his name when he's oh, in yeah. there. It's incredible. And uh, Simon Salikas has to stop dodging me now. We went to the gym once together. Yeah. We trained legs. He walked out walking a little funny. And I haven't seen him back in the gym since. He's got his membership, so I just want to make sure I whip his ass into shape. And, you know, Club CDL is the place to do that. And we're also brought to you by betonline.ag. And we had a great conversation with Adam Burns last week on episode 13. That's why it was called Butt Cleavage. And how good are they? Anybody who bet on Butt Cleavage won. Even if you said there would be or wouldn't be, that's what they did at betonline.ag. The amount of prop bets that they had for the Super Bowl, it was outstanding. So I encourage you to check them out for betonline.ag for all, all your latest odds in the sporting world. Well, it's like, imagine you had the coin flip, which you could also bet on. Imagine you flipped the coin and it landed upright. That is what happened at the Super Bowl halftime show with the butt cleavage. Like Adam Burns, our boy, he's there trying to figure out was there <laughs> butt cleavage or was there not. And they, they just said, you know, screw it. Both yes and no on the butt cleavage. Which, how'd you do when it came to uh, your Super Bowl bets? I think you called... Uh, the point KC, differential. Yeah, KC uh, for, uh, with over a touchdown. Over a touchdown. There you go. Sometimes you got to walk away with some money. Well played. You are my best friend forever. No thanks. No thanks. Yeah, no thanks. Gallo and Sean are the best guys with that show I love. It's called what? The show you love that you don't know the name of? No, because uh, I'm in a mental hospital. I can't get out. <laughs> Hold on. I got it for you. It's more of a, uh, a hot topic. Hot topic. Yeah, yeah. Hot topic. Hot topic. Yeah. Seamster Campbell. You are No. Campbell and Gallo, two guys who spend way too much time together. They're, they're pretty tight, those guys. Similar <laughs> interests. They hit that show, Hot Topic. That's what best friends are for. 
right, it's time for the Hotopo, episode 14. So much to get to when it comes to the Montreal Canadiens and the NHL. So Mitch, why don't we just start rolling right away? All right, let's get with it. May I go? Yes. All right. I want to start, Sean, with your boy Ilya Kovalchuk because people can easily spin and manipulate stats to prove a point. Yes. And I love the way you specifically spun and manipulated stats to show how good your boy Kovalchuk has been. How can I manipulate those stats? Those well, stats were What were the, the stats? Five goals, five assists in, in 13 games. Oh, he also has two shootout goals in wins. He's two for two. One of the five goals he scored was in overtime. He's plus five. Also, the Canadians have scored... 36 goals since he's joined the team. He's been on the ice for 15 of those goals. That's good for 42% of the time. 42% of the goals that were scored by the Canadians as a team, Kovalchuk was on the ice. He's only missed the net 11 times with a shot. He plays 19 minutes and 30 seconds. I'm, I'm just telling you facts. I'm not skewing the stats. I just asked you I'm to repeat not... them because I enjoyed... Those stats. I did, not, I did Koval, not skew them. Kovalchuk has been. I didn't say you skewed them. I just said people can use stats to get their point across. And you did so with Kovalchuk. He's been fantastic with the Montreal Canadiens. That's why on the Hot Topic podcast, I want to know. I'm going to give you a scenario. Sure. The Canadians are offered a late first round pick. Let's say it's from one of the best teams in the league. Let's say it's Washington or St. Louis yep. giving the Canadians a first round pick. You know, everyone's talking about second round picks. Yep. I'm talking about a first round pick right now. We're ballparking this draft pick to be at 28, 29, 30, 31. Somewhere around there, the first round pick. You are guaranteed Kovalchuk signs with you. Those are your two options. He signs now or he's gone forever, but you get a first pick. What do you do? So he's gone forever, first pick, or he signs for next year? Yes. Oh, he signs for next year. I, t- I, take, I take signing. You prefer the signing over the pick? Yeah, but I don't think you're going to get him to sign right now. I think you're just going to get him past the deadline, and then you have that conversation after. So if I know he's going to sign, you stick with him. But I, I think you take the pick. I think that's one of the things that you, you do. You're taking the pick. For me personally, I know that people think that I want him to stay here in Montreal. I want, I want if the Canadians aren't going to be in the playoffs, wherever he ends up, I'm going to tell you, I'm cheering for that team, and I'm going to be cheering for him. And I, and that's going to be straight up. So I'm looking forward to watching him in the playoffs with the Blues, Capitals, Bruins, Flames, Oilers, Leafs, Lightning. I mean, there's so many teams that he could go with. I mean, we're going to be doing the Ilya Kovalchuk draft uh, next week, and we're going to be drafting back and forth. We're going to be picking teams. The loser's going to have to sing Shibu Shibu or some other song. We're not sure. We'll figure it out. I think it should be Shibu Shibu, by the way. Uh, but uh, anyways, by the way, how are we going to select who gets to go first? I'm going to be nice here. We did the Plakanich draft. I won. Yes, you did. Because I won, I am going to give you the first overall selection. In exchange, I want to draft second and third, and then we could alternate after that. I accept. I think by giving you the first yeah, that's pick, fine. I am being nice. I think you are. Because I think we would both take the same team first overall. Yeah, I don't know about that. Maybe not, but I think we would. I think if you're playing the percentages, we both would probably take the first team first. And uh, I'll, I'll say uh, on our question, I disagree with you. I would sign Kovalchuk. Yeah. If I could get, if I have a contract in my back pocket, he's going to sign it. I think that Kovalchuk provides more value 
than the first round pick that late in the draft would provide. There's something about that personality and the shushing and the way that he walks around. He winks into cameras, the way that he gets on a plane. I mean, there is something truly charismatic about Ilya Kovalchuk that I think is affecting the Canadians. Could be. I don't care about any of that stuff. I look at production. I look at what the guy does on the ice. I look at how he helps or doesn't help your team win games. And I just look at his position, the wing position, what the Canadians have coming up through the system, what they have on their roster right now. I think if you are seriously trying to make the playoffs at the beginning of next year, you have a better chance to do it with Ilya Kovalchuk than with any of your other options. What do you think of Jesperi Kakanyemi being sent down to the AHL and the Laval Rocket. Tough uh, tough pill for him to swallow. He's going from riding the charter and yes. being in the big time uh, to, uh, I don't want to say uh, anything bad about the American Hockey League, and you know the players uh, are treated very well uh, with the Laval Rocket, but it's a demotion. And you know what? I think uh, the Canadians, it's, it's good that they do this. Uh, it's better late than never. Mm-hmm. I think they are admitting that they made a mistake uh, with this player. I don't think, I don't think they're ma- admitting the mistake last year. I think they were happy with what happened last year. And I, you know what I think? I think that they were thinking about it at the end of November this year. And yeah. he got hurt early December. So then I think they were starting to think, maybe we should send him down. Well, well let's think about it. And I think that was out there. Then he got hurt. And then when he got healthy, the Canadians were really hurt. He would have been called up anyways. He would have been. They wouldn't have called up Jake Evans before yes, Barry Cockney with all the experience that he had. Yeah. He would have been up. So then he's he's back up, and then everybody's getting healthy. They had to make a decision. So I think the decision that they made at the end of January was one they were thinking about in early November. But the his injury and the injuries to the team delayed it. So everyone's like, oh, it happened so late. I, I think this has been a long process. Maybe so. I just think that I look at other players taken in the draft or around the point where he was taken third overall. I'm ballparking a little bit here, right? But I'm looking at uh, Miro Heiskanen. He went for an extra year in Finland. I look at Elias Pettersson. He went for an extra year in uh, Sweden. I look at uh, Kale McCarr, extra year in college. Uh, in college. Same with uh, with Quinn Hughes, was who was in the same draft. As uh, as Kock and Yemi, I look at the top three picks in this year's draft: uh, Hughes, uh, Capocacco, and Kirby Doc. You look at them: seventeen points, fifteen points, fifteen points. They're not having great rookie years. I think if you look at the guys I mentioned that did take the extra year away from the NHL, they really benefited from it. And maybe you know, Kock and Yemi could have been uh, a more promising star at nineteen than he was last year at eighteen. Eighteen is just such a hard age to be. And you just have to be at another level to be effective at the level that people want them to be. Yeah. Uh, Sean, Dale Weiss gets into a fight. Canadians are down by yeah. a score of 3 nothing. The fight happens. They get a shorthanded goal. 3-1, 3-2, 3-3. There's another fight, by the way, in the mix there with Nick Cousins. Uh, they go. They win the game in the shootout. Does fighting still have the ability to swing the momentum of a hockey game. I think it does. I think it doesn't work all the time, though. And that's coming. I'm giving an answer that, that was answered by Knuckles, who who knows. It goes, sometimes you fight and you think you're changing momentum and nothing happens. But it it's done with that purpose sometimes. I think the purpose, if you look at Dale Weiss, it was right after the goal. And we've, we've 
you know, we've seen it with Nick Delorier in the past with the Canadians. We're right after a goal by the other team and you have a lead. It's like, no, don't do it. You don't want to give them anything. Sure. And not if you win or lose. It's about showing up and showing that, hey, I want to do something. I can't score a goal, but I'm going to show up and do it. So maybe it's a little, you know, manipulated. But I I do think that sometimes it does. But it's not 100% guaranteed. you, you got to have the right group of guys. Well, here's the thing. You're, you're going to fight. Is that going to spur your team? And are you guaranteed to win? Absolutely not. But you're going to tell me, Sean, that an emotional game like hockey, there's going to be a fight on the ice when there's not even a lot of fights anymore, by the way. And yeah. there's going to be zero. Nothing's going to happen on the bench. No one's going to say anything. There's going to be... Uh, th- these players aren't dead inside. Yeah, but I felt like the, the bigger spark in that game was the shorthanded goal. Oh, the short sure. The shorthanded goal provides almost a bigger boost on that, you know, uh, bench than, than a fight. But yeah. I think it's something... I'm just saying these, these players, they're emotional. They, they, they're, they're not... Flip to the, the, the Battle of Alberta. The, the fight's boosted teams emotionally in that one. Of course. 100%. The battle of uh, Montreal, uh, you know, on a Tuesday night in New Jersey, I think is a little different. But for that one moment, maybe it did because there was a lot on the line for the Canadians. All right. uh, Sean, uh, Joe Thornton, uh, another big milestone uh, this week. We don't know what he wants to do. Maybe he wants to stay in San Jose and just play it out here on a team that's not, not going to make the playoffs. Personally, I'm selfish. I'd love to see the image of uh, the gray beard and Joe Thornton with all those uh, years of experience in his face lifting the Stanley Cup after a deep run. Which team do you think would make the most sense for Joe Thornton? Uh, I'm not going to lie. There's only one team I want to see him go to is Boston. I, I don't know. I know like time. It's been so long and different people are in charge, but... How crazy would that be if the Bruins went out and got Joe Thornton? Yeah. See, you know, I would have said uh, the Maple Leafs if they didn't have Spezza. But Spezza's kind of taking on that role that Thornton would have Thornton's fit. better. And I, I know Thornton's better. And the Leafs, could, the, Leafs, the Leafs tried to bring in Thornton the same year they brought in Marlowe. It yeah. just didn't end up happening. Spezza could sit. Oh, Spezza can sit? Yeah, Spezza could sit. I, I think the Leafs are a good spot. Um, I can see a team like... And and the reason I also said Toronto is because they're going to play Boston, right? Yeah, well that be that'd be pretty good too. Yeah. All right, Boston, Toronto, go for Joe Thor. Yeah. Why did the new goalie bring a pen to the practice? Why? He was told he he was told he'd be given hockey pads. Editor headlines. All right, time for some editor headlines. We'll get this out of the way right away. Look at this. I'm feeling. I'm feeling good about mine today. Yeah, I, I, I put a, I put in some uh, some work here. Okay, that's good. Don't forget the uh, editor headlines are brought to you by Played Against Sports on St. Charles in Kirkland. Uh, that's a twenty nine seventy three St. Charles. And Sean, uh, have you been by lately? Uh, yes, I have. I got my skate sharp in there. I got a new stick for my little guy. It was great. They took care of business. Said this high, this is where you need to cut it. They'll cut it right away for you. It was awesome. Yeah. Go uh, go say what's up to Keith and Gerard at Played Against Sports. All right. So uh, if you get a good ed- headline editor headline, it sounds like this. And if it's no good, it sounds like this. All right, Mitch, get us started. All right, my uh, first headline has to do with the uh, shorthanded goal that you referenced not too long ah, ago. The Yoel yeah. Armia. Armia with the uh, shorthanded goal. So uh, you thought that sparked the Canadians? Sure. My, my headline reads, shot in the arm. Ia. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, 
That's okay. Not your best. Oh, it was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I know that uh, a lot of people are talking about all the goals that uh, Alex Ovechkin has been scoring lately, right? Uh, but in that same game, there was a beautiful goal scored by Nate Thompson. So instead of the great eight, the great Nate. It's a pretty nice goal. Yeah, it was a great goal. Pretty nice goal. Uh, all right, you want to stick with the Canadians? We could, we could do that. Sure. How about one for your uh, boy uh, Kovalchuk? Sure. So you and I are watching the game together. Yes. And uh, we're actually on a bit of uh, we're ahead of the TV feed because uh, we get to listen on the radio in real time, and we can mm-hmm. hear Dan Robertson. And Dan Robertson says uh, Ilya Kovalchuk's up next for the Canadians. Beautiful. And you and I both look at each other and we're like. He's scoring. Yeah, there's no pretty, doubt about it's it. pretty much a guarantee. Bank uh, it. So he does score, and then he obviously does the uh, shush sign to the uh, fans in New Jersey. So my headline reads, it ain't luck with Kovalchuk. Yeah. It's definitely skill. Yeah, I have, He, I, he I knew actually, what he was doing. I have three on that one, but I wanted to finish with them. <laughs> okay. So finish with finish with. But them. I have I have my second one I need to get to. Okay. Because it's with Christian Follin scoring. No, no worries. But it's not... You know what your favorite Christian Fullen scoring is? The song? Yeah. I'm free, free Fullen. Yeah, I'm free. Free Fullen. He scores his first with the Canadians. That's not it. I'm not going to steal it, okay? Yeah. But my uh, headline reads, there's no full in you. <laughs> Right, that was pretty good. I like that one. Good stuff. Yeah, simple to the point. Uh, all right, number uh, three editor headline for me. I'm going to go with uh, the Toronto uh, Maple Leafs right now. Yes. And Sean, who is the uh, worst uh, worst defenseman on the Maple Leafs? Uh, you have any Cody, idea? Cody Cece. Cody Cece is the worst defenseman on the Toronto Maple Leafs. And I think there was somebody on the Hot Topic podcast to begin this season that was talking about the Leafs and said that uh, Cody Cece is definitely not the answer on that blue line to help them. Yeah, well, and I... I think I've been pretty accurate on what's happening to the blue line and what's been happening to the Leafs this year. Well, they've been, I, they've I, been without Muzzin and Riley. That yeah. hurts. No, but I, I also said when they have a major injury, they don't have the depth to deal with it. Every time they've had a major in- injury, they've struggled, okay? And I still think that goaltending is an issue for them. That's all. Yeah, I don't... Uh, agree with the goaltending, and uh, why are people worried about Hutchinson so much? Because he's not good. When when he comes in, replacement in the last month, he's had to replace Anderson three times. I think there's the biggest thing there is that a- there's a problem with Anderson. Yeah, that he keeps having to get pulled, gets yanked. He gets yanked too many times. Sorry, uh, that's that's all right. He's getting yanked because he's injured, um, and, and that, he's not the greatest goalie out there. Uh, I disagree. Uh, I think he's really good. Uh, my headline is with yep. Cody CC though, Sean, and uh, I'm going to go back to music, right? I, I feel like CC isn't getting uh, the love in Toronto right now. You see it on social media. You've yep. seen the complaints about CC. So my headline reads: CC, do you love me? Kiki, do you love me? I don't even know if I know that song. You don't know the Drake song? You know, I'm, Come I'm on. old. I know the Kiki. Do you love me? I want to see. I know that. I know that telephone song. Oh come on, man! Yeah, that's a good song. Yeah, but that's I, I used to. I used to love when uh, they used to go to video review at the uh, oh, yeah. Bell Center and they'd be on the phone. <laughs> yes. and they play. You used to call me on my cell phone. Kiki, do you love me? 
Are you riding? Say you never ever leave from beside me. Cause I want you and I need you. And I'm down for you always, KB. Do you love me? Are you riding? Say you never ever leave from beside me. Cause I want you and I need you. All right, uh, I got three on uh, Ilya Kovalchuk. Uh, Scoring that goal and then uh, hushing, uh, you know, letting everybody uh, quiet down, and he uh, shushes them. So my first headline is Kovalchuk shuts it down. All right, simple but uh, effective. Okay. Uh, I got number four. Sure. Number four, I have to do. Uh, it has to do with the fact that uh, Carey Price uh, did not make the trip to New Jersey because he had a cold. Yes. So my headline reads. Cold as price. You didn't put much effort in that. It's as you're as cold as ice. Yeah, but it's price. Cold as price. He's sick. Yeah. No thanks. Uh, that was how, a good headline. Don't dismiss it like that. What about uh, Kovalchuk shoots and scores? All right. I'll give you that one. That's okay. Fine. Uh, my last headline has to do with uh, a defenseman that uh, could be traded. Ooh. He's uh, he's near the uh, top of the uh, trade bait board. Okay. From the Minnesota Wild. Yes. Matt Dumba. So my headline would be this for a story about a potential uh, Matt Dumba trade. Dumba Wumba. Okay. Do you get that musical reference at least? Nope. You don't remember Trumba Wumba? Sure. Is he like Drake? Trumba Wumba. Come on. He must be just like Drake. Is he Drake's friend? Uh, it's not a person. It's a band. And they were the band that sang, I get knocked down, but I get up again. Oh, and that? you're never going <laughs> to let me down. I get knocked down, but I get up again. You're never going to keep me down. I get knocked down, but I get up again. You're never going to keep me down. I get knocked down, but I get up again. You're never going to keep me down. I get knocked down, but I get up again. You're never going to keep me down. That's what happens when you're a one-hit wonder. No one remembers the band. Yeah. You remember the song. Chumba Wumba. That's why I went with Dumba Wumba. Uh, and after Kovalchuk Come scored. on, man. That was my best one. <laughs> it doesn't even make sense, though. Yes, it makes a it ton of sense. Dumba rhymes with Wumba? No, because it sounds like Chumba Wumba. But how is that related to him getting traded? I put an exclamation point at the end. Come on. <laughs> uh, Kovalchuk, uh, you know, scoring in that shootout one. My yep. final one. Kovalchuk. Hushes the crowd. That that one's a stretch. You should have went with the shoots one last. I ran the table with the last one. You really forced that last one. Uh, good times on Editor Headlines brought to you by Played Again Sports. I get no what is a hockey player's favorite dairy product? What? Top cheese. Pop quiz? Oh, pop quiz next. All right, yeah. Let's do it. Who's going first, you or I? I could go first. You want to ask first? Yeah, or I'll, I'll ask? ask first okay. because uh, I, I think it's a very interesting question because I did some research on this. Yeah. And I'm very curious. There are uh, – okay, so I'll start off. Alex Ovechkin just scored 40 goals. He's 34 years old. At 34 years old, he scored 40 goals, which is kind of crazy. There's only been only eight – other players to score 40, 34 years or older 
I don't know how many you can name. I'm not. I'm. I'm I just. I think if you get one or two, I'd be impressed. Okay. Okay. Because there is. Because the, the also the list. It's an interesting list right. of players that have scored forty goals or more, age thirty four, thirty five, thirty six, thirty seven, thirty etc. Forty goals is an incredible number. And 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 to think about it, Ovechkin to reach Gretzky is going to have to do it three to four times. Two players have done it twice. That's it. And I was going to ask for those two players, but it's it's a hard get, both of them. I'm just curious how many you're going to get out of this. Because I think if you get one or two, I'd be impressed. Okay. It's a, it's a different set of names than we're used to on this. That's my pop quiz for you. All right, Gretzky. Uh, nope. Uh, Andertruck. Nope. Gartner. Nope. Bobby Hall. Nope. Uh, Gordy Howe. Gordy Howe did it at 44 uh, years old. Okay. That's one. Uh, Dino Cicerelli. Nope. Uh, There's a couple from a, 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 gener- a, a generation older than you and I, and then a, a couple from our generation, and a couple, and two from the 80s. Yeah. Um, Timu. Uh, Timu, yes, he's one of the ones that did it twice. Timu Solani, he uh, scored 40 at the age of 35, and he scored 48 at the age of 36. Timu Solani, good job. You've got How and Timu Solani. Brett Hall. Uh, nope. Eiserman. Uh, nope, Eiserman didn't do it either. Sacking. Did not do it either. Brett uh, Tucker. He did not do it. I like your guesses. They're really good guesses, by the way. But it's uh, it's it's really interesting. Uh, I'm going to give you a couple because I don't think you're ever going to get them. Uh, Johnny Busick did it twice. He scored 51 at 35, and he scored 40 at 37. So he's the other one to do it twice. Uh, another one is Esposito at 36. He scored 42. Uh, that leaves one, two, and three guys left. Uh, one, I'll give you Joe Mullen. Did it? He scored. 42 at I want to guess Joe Mullen. Maybe. But there's Remember two guys. I guessed him uh, on a pop quiz, and you're like, whoa. <laughs> there's two guys. Uh, oh, sorry. There's three more guys that uh, that did it, and they all they scored 40. Yeah. Uh, Recky? Nope. Recky, I like that one, too. That's again, he got into it. It's it's not easy to score 40 goals at the age of 34 or older. At the age of 34, Mark Messier scored 47. Ooh. And uh, at the age of... 35, Daniel Alfredson. Yeah, I would not have thought about scored Alfredson. 40. Yeah, that's that's an interesting one. And the guy that runs the Toronto Maple Leafs at the age of 36. Yeah, I was I was gonna I was thinking Shanahan scored 40 at the age of 36. Yeah, like think about that. The eight other players are Messier, Mullen, Busick, Timu, Alfredson, Esposito, Shanahan, and Howe. That's not when you think like of pure goal scores in the National Hockey League. They are the only other eight, along with Ovechkin, to score 40 goals after the age of 34. Was, sorry. Pretty I just thought I'd teach something. For, to, pretty cool. Yeah. I, by the way, you did well on your own. You did two, and that's what I asked for. So my question for you, a little bit different, as these are the names we talk about a lot. Yes. I want to see if you can get them all. Okay. And it also, Sean, coincidentally has to do with Ovechkin. Alex Ovechkin. Okay. Alex Ovechkin got to 40 goals how? Hat-trick. With a hat-trick. That was his 27th hat-trick in his career. Yes. Seven players had more hat-tricks in their career. Can you name the seven? Seven players had more hat-tricks than 
27. Which is Ovechkin's number right now. All right. Mario. Mario's number two. Uh, Wayne. Wayne's number one. 50 hat-tricks for Wayne Gretzky in his career. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Bobby, uh, Brett Hall. Uh, Brett Hall, number uh, seven. Uh, Mike Bossy. Mike Bossy, number three. Uh, I don't know how many hat-trick Pavel Bure had. Nope. Uh, because he didn't play much, but he had that goals per game average that was high. Uh, let's go with uh, Mike Gardner. Nope. He spread his goals around, but he was over 700. Phil Esposito. Phil Esposito, number five. And uh, you're missing two. I'm missing two? Yes. Uh, did Gordy get that many? Nope. No, I didn't think so because he, again, was spread out. He spread out his goals. Uh, Bobby Hall? Bobby Hall, number four. Okay. And one more goal score, Luke Robitaille, Curry. Uh, no, nope, you're, mi- you're missing the one that everyone always forgets because he spent his career. Uh, Marcel Dion. Yeah, Marcel Dion, number <laughs> six. The one that everybody, Marcel Dion, <laughs> Marcel Dion. Yep, Gretzky at 50, and then Lemieux, Bossy Hall, Esposito, Dion Hall, and Ovechkin. Pretty good company for Alex Ovechkin to be in. I had random names. You did not have random names, but it's time for random sports thoughts. Ooh, that's a segue. Brought to you by 11waves.com. Let their team make waves for you. All right, I'll start things off on on the uh, random sports thoughts. Mm-hmm. Oh, I always like this beat. It's a good beat. It's my jam. It's good to see Nick Cousins finally look like Andrew Shaw. I don't think he's going to do it every night. I, no one expected him to do it every night. Everyone was hoping for that. And it's okay if he does it every now and then. Yeah. Good for him. And, uh, you know, I like that fire that he showed, you know, yelling at the referee yeah. and getting upset and really uh, sparking himself in a certain, uh, to a certain degree. So good on him. Uh, Sean, my first random sports thought. Fans like crazy goal celebrations. The opposition does not. Yeah, makes a point. I'm thinking of David Riddick and how much he pissed off the yeah. Edmonton Oilers. Yeah, and I'm sure, you know, even the... Uh the Devils didn't like a Kovalchuk shushing, but it was more towards that was, the fans. Yeah, that was towards the fans. <laughs> that actually, that actually, that, that actually rolls into my second round of sports thought, which is hockey's supposed to be fun, and Kovalchuk knows it. He, you know, maybe at a different stage he didn't think of it that way, but I think right now he understands that hockey's supposed to be fun, and he knows it, and he's enjoying. It. Like he, even his comments after the game, I know they like me. I had three, three and a half good years here. I understand why they're booing. They're sh- they're reacting to me. It's fine. It's kind of like a good heel in wrestling. As long <laughs> as you get a reaction out of the crowd. Uh, my second random sports th- uh, thought has to do with Alex Ovechkin. And this is uh, really random and debatable, and there's no way of proving it. Uh, Sean, uh, Marc-Antoine Godet in uh, The Athletic had a whole piece about how the Canadians attempted to get Kovalchuk prior to the 2001 draft. You read that? Yes. Uh, my random sports thought is, if they pull off that trade in 2001, the Canadians won't win their 25th Stanley Cup. Sure, I'm in. I knew you. I knew you would yeah. be. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's fine. I, I'm, I'm in. That's good. Imagine though. Yeah. Uh, and and I, I love the revisionist history, right? Mm-hmm. And let's say they they put Theodore in the deal, and it makes uh, it makes the deal go. Or let's say it's it's Markov. Because that was one of the other names that apparently was in, and it was a no-go for the Canadians. And good on them. Markov had a great career. But imagine what Kovalchuk's career would have been like if he would have started 
with Saku Koivu as his center, as opposed to a rebuilding franchise expansion team in in, uh, in Atlanta. Yeah, it, it's, you just never know what someone's career would be. Koiv, Koiv, Koivu's career might have gone a completely different way too. I think there's so many different players that you know would have made the NHL if they were drafted by another team. If they if there wasn't a guy that was drafted ahead of them, or like it just it's about opportunity too. Within with yeah. you know some guys, I look, I see they get drafted. I'm like, perfect. They're going to Ottawa. They're going. They're going to get an opportunity to prove themselves. They may not last long there, but they'll prove what they can do. And then there's guys that just get stuck behind somebody. Like think about the last, you know, think about the last 15 years. When was the last time Pittsburgh ever like drafted? A top six centerman. They didn't need to. Yeah. You know, anybody that thought they were a top six centerman and they drafted Pittsburgh 10 years ago, they were done. Yeah, you're getting buried. You're, you're done. You're getting traded or you're you're amazing in the AHL. Yeah, like Jordan Stahl. Kind of what happened. Uh, my final one is uh, people need to calm down on Caden Primo. I know people get excited about prospects. He's 20. Wasn't a first overall draft pick. He had a great world juniors. Guy's just starting pro. He doesn't need to start right away. He doesn't need to back up Carey Price right away. Just just take a breath. Yeah. Let let him get the reps. Goalies need reps. I hear you. Uh, my last random sports thought, Sean. You know how often we say, back in my day, thing X was better. Back in my day. But, you know, back in my day music was better or back in my day television was better or back in my day the movies were better or back in my day professional wrestling was better which in our case it actually was we went through the best generation of professional wrestling no one can argue that with me yeah but i have a back in my day that is also not debatable all the other ones i said they're debatable this one is not debatable the nhl trade deadline was better when i was a kid now it sucks. Back in Marty. Yeah, well, a lot, like, trades are going to happen leading up, and it's just they, they build it up. Now, they didn't you didn't build it up like the TSNs do. Oh, they're, they're, but I'm talking about the, the, the generation where the, you did have the television build up, but it was before uh, all the salary cap implications oh, yeah. and, and the struggles nobody, to but, make trades. No, but even then, like, just it's built up now with more, you know, commer- like just commercial appeal. Where it's like everything's gonna happen today. Well, it's not. Yeah, it's not happening. Like I'm, I'm aware of that. I'm, I know people get excited for it. It's just like now I'm looking at it, it's like okay, uh, the top defenseman available is uh, is Alec Martinez, and yeah. the top uh, forward available is Chris Kreider. And I remember like watching NHL trade deadline, being like the best forward available is Marion Hosa, yeah, and the best defenseman av- available is Ray Bork. Boy. You know, like stuff like that. Like it doesn't happen anymore. Well, it's like you go back in my day. It was oh, Doug Gilmer got traded at the deadline. What? Yeah, that that stuff didn't happen. Yeah, good random sports. How do goalies hunt? How? With a net. Bold predictions. You ready for some bold predictions? Yeah, bold predictions. Let's go. All right, go ahead. Um, I am going to go with, I think, an NHL trade deadline uh, bull prediction. I like it. And my bull prediction is that Ilya Kovalchuk is traded by the Canadians at 2.59 p.m. But how do you know that's going to say 2.59? Whenever the tweet comes across from the, Bob McKenzie or the Pierre Lebrun. Or, the Canadians. 
or the Canadians. The Canadians, look, look at the deadline. The, the Canadians, they don't leak trades. Now, the the one I remember that was leaked, it was uh, Arthur Staple. Yeah. Arthur Staples. Staple or Staple? Staple. Staple. Arthur Staple from uh, from Long Island. He broke the Vanek one because that one actually trickled. It was like 305 or something yeah. like that. I was in my segment on Melnick's show, and I'm like, uh, the Canadians got Vanek just now. My, my uh, bold prediction is for trade deadline, and it goes into what you're saying about how nothing happens. The Canadians will make one trade. Uh, one. Poor Nate Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> the great Nate! <laughs> there you go. Uh, well, it's now time to name that podcast. I, I, don't, I don't know, Sean. Just because of um, how much you disliked it, my vote is for Dumba Wumba. <laughs> I want to go with uh, scoring at 34 is hard. Hmm? I don't know. I'm going with Dumba Wumba or CC Do You Love Me. <laughs> Dumba Wumba it is. Good times here on the uh, Hot Topic Podcast. On Now it's not episode 14. It's called episode Dumba Wumba. There you go. Uh, Special shout-out to our good friends at Club at CDL at 8305 Cote de Go see Lloyd. I know that we want to uh, go make a visit very possibly for episode 15. You're going to want to stay tuned for that. But your one-stop shop for everything fitness, uh, for tennis, racquetball, pickleball, you name it, cycling classes, weights. It's got everything you would want in a gym. It's got a bar set up. It's open. Lloyd's ready to ready to go right now to say hello to you and make sure that you and all your needs are met. Check them out on Facebook at Club CDL and ClubCDL.com. Are you hungry? Yes. Go smash uh, a chicken gyro at Eviva Greek Tavern at 4868 Sources Corner. I'm still living across from the old Adonis. They have uh, great lunch specials at $9.95 every day. Fresh fish daily. Order your fish of choice in advance. Or do like Sean and just smash uh, souvlaki. Uber Eats. Uber, Uber eats. eats. Or skip the Uber dishes. Uber Eats. Or skip the dishes. Whatever's best for you. I like it. And uh, also brought to you by betonline.ag. They did a fantastic job with the prop bets at the Super Bowl. But for your latest up-to-date odds, going into trade deadline, there's going to be NHL trade deadline prop bets. Who's going to be dealt? What? Who? Where are they going to go? It's very much like the Ilya Kolchuk draft. I wonder if the odds will change depending on the Ilya Kolchuk draft that will be taking place next week. We will be uh, setting that up. They'll be live on social media, so make sure you check that out. But I'm telling you, BetOnline.ag might be uh, setting the line depending on who gets drafted first between you and I on the Ilya Kolchuk draft, and I am officially on the clock. Jimmy, Jimmy, you suck. That was brutal. <laughs>